Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about having advanced technology and a safety system designed to alert you. All coming together for you at the perfect moment. Don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional offers on a line of vehicles equipped with advanced safety technology. Now until September 3rd, experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Some advanced safety features not available on GX. Talk family, it is Tuesday, November 6, 2018, election day. Unless you're a liberal, you vote on Thursdays, folks. Remember, liberals vote on Thursdays, November 8th. So hold up on going to the polls unless you want to be beside some Trump idiot. You don't have to talk to them. And libertarians, sorry, you already missed your. uh, Yeah, I believe theirs was yesterday, it was Monday. Monday. So, yeah, just Republicans vote today. Yes, so just a PSA. Wanted to get that out there firsthand. Now, you know what I like to do? What's that? Whenever I vote. You know how, like, in school, the teacher, back before, there was, like, all these random things to pick? You just close your eyes and just wherever your finger lands, that's mm-hmm. who you vote for? I remember in uh, first grade, so you would have been not in elementary school yet. It was when George W. Bush won. And, of course, you know, that's back when the schools used to do, like, no, the I was school. in first grade. I was in first grade. You, I was in first grade. No. 2001. I would have been there for the second election. Yes. <laughs> I was there, and then they used to do, like, the school-wide votes where uh-huh. you got to pick. And I remember, like, somebody, like, two different kids that were in my class picked on me for, like, picking George W. Bush. Like, oh, why'd you do that? Our parents say Al Gore should be the guy, blah, blah, blah. And, like, those people are now hardcore Trumpers. That's yeah. kind of ironic. <laughs> also, uh, I remember John McCain won and Mitt Romney won. Yes. It's almost like, you know. The second one definitely should have still won, but yeah, it's whatever. He kind of punted, but ah, oh well. If McCain didn't, if McCain didn't get the crazy lady to run with him, he probably had a good chance of winning. I mean, he was kind of up against a certain odd. No, I would. I don't know. Were we talking about the Sarah Palin that's in the uh, Eminem music video? You ever seen that one? I can't remember which mm-hmm. one it is, where he's making fun of a lot of people as he normally does. What about the Melania Trump in the Ti music video? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he had like this. This like a new music video. Yeah, oh, I thought maybe song. she like was in an old music no, video. No, this song that came out. It's him in the Oval Office as the president, and there's a girl who literally looks exactly like Melania Trump. Staying woke, it's her. Strip dance, like stripping on the desk in the yeah, Oval Office. Staying woke. And a lot of people were outraged about it. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, I don't know why people get so butthurt about shit. Add that to the spank bank. <laughs> but folks, anyway, back to the episode. This is episode 51 of Beer Talk Pod. We are one week away from giving you the one week, one year anniversary spectacular show, aka we're going to be very hungover from a trip to Columbus to a hockey game. Maybe we'll be hungover, maybe we'll come back so drunk. <laughs> one way of thinking about it, maybe we'll, record we'll record that night when we get yeah. back from the bars. Um, this week, folks, we've got a whole slew of NCAA, NFL talk, and so, 
Of course, NBA working its way back in, as much as I hate it and think it's rigged. Some drunk thoughts for you. We've got a special call-in drunk thoughts. Just a reminder, folks. You can call and leave us voicemails for drunk thoughts. That's what we've got mm-hmm. this week. Or send them to the DMs or yes. personal you, messages. Shit, you can email on, us. I don't care. Or you can send them on Instagram. Just send them to us. Yeah. Also, I mean, if I'll give you my address. You want to write me a letter if one? Yeah, if you want to become a pen pal with us. Um, and then we've got some social talk that should get pretty interesting. Remember that, like, that uh, African orphan that DM'd me on Twitter and wanted to be a pen pal? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, and it might not happen at Waterford. This is when I was living in Columbus, but, like, I remember in elementary school, we had the opportunity to, like, sign up to be pen pals yeah, with somebody in the other country. I was not gonna, I'm not falling for that. I was that. not going to write a letter to some kid. Yeah. No, I don't even like writing. I'll just or be, reading. Like, tell him about playing my PlayStation 2, and I just, got the new, I just got the new Madden. What about, yeah, what would I say? You guys like football over there? What's football? Uh, well, buddy, yeah, we're we done kick, talking we here. We kick a sock with fucking wadded up paper and <laughs> Uh, we're messed up. Sock washed up on the beach. Oh, man. All right, let's start with uh, college football. Ohio State, tough one against a very, very, very strong Nebraska team. Um, I think a lot of people had that pencil. It is probably one of the games of the year for Ohio State to watch because it was going to come down to the wire. Am I right? Um, I've punted on the season. <laughs> really? This is a rebuilding year officially. Does that include coach? Yes. And Ryan Day will be my coach next year. I'll tell you what, and it's kind of crazy that Urban's going to be gone, and then, you know, you've got, he's from Australia originally, but now he lives in Canal Winchester, and Jason Day taking over the reins. (laughs) I don't think he's in Canal Winchester. He's in Worthington. I forgot. He lives in Worthington. Uh, Jason Day. I'll still never forget that time when LeBron he got out of the way so LeBron bulldozed his wife over when they were sitting courtside. People were like, I can't believe Jason David let that happen. Like, I can't. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. He's not getting a concussion. His wife's smoke show. <laughs> yeah, she is. I can't believe she got him to move to Ohio. No, he moved. He got her to move to Ohio. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I like the joke that he's Ohio's own, but I'm pretty sure he's from Australia. Um, so you're putting on Ohio State. Yep. Can we talk about I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, but I've been telling a lot of people this. I think, and I think I have said it on the podcast now that I say it, Urban Meyer is struggling this season because Dwayne Haskins isn't a typical Urban Meyer quarterback. Yeah, he's a, like an actual good quarterback. Like somebody that could go to the NFL. Well, I mean, Tim Tebow. Of course. What happened to Tebow Monday? What? You didn't look on Twitter earlier? Uh, I wasn't on Twitter very much today. Well, I just started up this evening whenever no, I got some I'm time. sorry. Been a little busy, okay. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, no, Dwayne Haskins, is, he plays more of a pro-style offense. And he's not going to run. There was times where he should have ran Saturday, and I'm like... It's not what he's... It's not who he is. Yeah. If that's the case, Urban Meyer wouldn't be struggling this year if he had Tate Martell in there. Can can we agree on that? No, I'm, and I'm not no, knocking no, Dwayne Haskins. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to agree on that because he wouldn't be struggling this year if the defense wasn't fucking god-awful. Well, he let his best player decide to quit on him, so... I don't think he quit on him. He um, did what's best for him and he's going to make money for it. He's just like his brother. He's selfish. Well, alright. But, so you're punting on the season. Yeah, I've already punted. What's your result of the game that takes place after Thanksgiving? Um, I don't want to say it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it. Are we still going you... to Columbus for that? 
Not through the game, obviously. We don't got maybe. that kind of money. Unless SeatGeek or somebody wants to sponsor us. But, <laughs> yeah, maybe. but we're definitely going to a certain college pregame show, and it's not ESPN. Unless they give us media passes. Right. Um, we'll be guest pickers. We could be better than... Actually, I want to be just like James Carville. Did you see that? Mm. And then ESPN apologized? ESPN, <laughs> MSPN, as I like to call them. Here's what's great. ESPN apologized to the SEC for James Carville. Basically saying the SEC is rigged for Alabama. And you know what? The SEC loves you so much, ESPN, they put their biggest game of the seasons on CBS. True. <laughs> It's not even on ESPN. And I gotta listen to fake Brett Musburger. I don't think I think that CBS probably had the rights. To yeah, that it is game. weird that ESPN is the SEC network, but they don't get a lot of the games. Like the big games go to the CBS SEC. I don't know. It's weird. That weird. I think it's weird. It's uh, just like the Big Ten network's technically owned by Fox, that's why you see Big Ten games on Fox. It's just whenever you pay for it in like two thousand ten and now I don't it's think two thousand um, I don't think I... 18? Yeah. I don't think I know how TV contracts work in college football. I just know everything in college football happens like 10 years before and the, the, the uh, news gets announced and then 8 years later, 10 like years later, you finally, yeah, you finally figure out what happened and Oregon State is the worst team in the nation. <laughs> so, oh, shoot. Um, the other Big Ten school that we love on this podcast, Michigan... I think I love Jim Harbaugh and Don Brown more than I ever thought I could after Saturday. They were still so pissed about how James Franklin was still trying to run up the score with five seconds left on the clock last year that Jim Harbaugh throws a challenge flag out just because Penn State was going to make a first down and probably score with two minutes left in the game and it wasn't going to be a shutout. <laughs> he was well, that, getting score, that petty. They? Do what? They did score, didn't they? They ended up scoring. It was like 42-7. to seven. But I'll tell you what. Don Brown... Might be one of the best defensive minds in college football. Yeah, I mean, no, the best defensive line is Clemson, which is the only reason that they're still undefeated. No, defensive mind. Oh, I think it's a defensive line. No, defensive mind. Just, I was also confused why Don Brown would be the best defensive <laughs> line. <laughs> he is, man. He straps that chin strap one, heads one out there, winds up beside Chase Winovich, which I love Chase Winovich. I was like, I like to call him Michigan Clay Matthews. Or Michigan A.J. Hawk, actually, I like that better. That's a homage to Ohio State, though. It is. Also, he's a Yenzer. You know what Chase Winovich's favorite team was growing up, and I hope that he falls to him in the draft? Pittsburgh Steelers. To the Steelers. Yoy. Double yoy. Shout out Myron Cope. But no, I just... I'm going to say something that I very much believe. After watching my only Alabama game of the season, Saturday, Michigan can beat Alabama. And I'm going to say... Something about watching my second Alabama game. Nobody's can beat Alabama. Here's my problem with Alabama. Why? And it's probably because the only place you can really fucking watch sports coverage is ESPN, and they suck the SEC's dick. The SEC is worse than the Big Ten. I don't think so. I think they are. Name me the top three schools in the SEC right now. Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Florida. Florida, get the fuck out of here. I would take... I would take... Okay, I'll, This Ohio I'll State Michigan. team this year could beat Florida. Yeah. Could beat LSU. They probably will. They could probably LSU. beat Georgia. If, you know what? LSU and Ohio State are going to play in a bowl game. I love it. I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. And Joe Burrow probably is going to beat them. Well, not... I'll tell you what. LSU, as much as I love Joe Burrow, 
that team needs an offensive line to protect the ball. But Ohio State's so bad on defense that their offensive line will look like All-Americans. They're going to be ready for that TBC speed. Right. I'll tell you, though, that, I mean, honestly, watching. If we could just get one coach, if Nick Saban would have said he has TBC speed. Why would you like, (laughs) I've been doing some scouting with this boy from back when he was in high school, and I can tell you. I've seen some other players from the comfort he was in. He's definitely got TVC speed. Probably, I don't think he would have meant it as a compliment. He probably would have watched the uh, video of Joe Burrow throwing a touchdown pass to himself from the state championship <laughs> game. Or state uh, final. Yeah. Semi-final game. And if he, they would have pulled... Why do, Why hasn't Coach O tried that yet? What do you want to do there, Joe? I don't know that work. Let me see some tape. Oh, hey, Joe, you want to touchdown pass yourself? Okay, go ahead and do it. <laughs> but that's just... We'll get some jumble eyes in the locker room back Here's what I realized watching LSU. They figured out a trick in the first quarter of the game, really. Not even the first half. You just got to get to Tua. And I think that Michigan has a better front seven than LSU. And we're playing... Here's the other thing. Michigan plays against very much... Very... Or much bigger... Offensive lineman than than Alabama's offensive line might be a little bit faster, but I don't know. I think I can. I when Michigan plays Alabama in the national championship game, they're gonna prove that they can take down the juggernaut that is. That's just. I'm just. I'm telling you. I can firmly believe it now. I you know I've been hesitant on this team all season, but after watching that Penn State game. Trace McSorley, who's over-fucking-rated. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's very hurt. <laughs> I think that James Franklin talks too much. He talks way too much. And he makes his team have to back it up. Did you see what he said this week leading up to the game? He says a lot of people say Michigan's defense is one of the best in the country. They're a good, they're a good defense. Buddy, Trace McSorley, I, mean, I think he completed six passes in the whole fucking game. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, well, it was bad. It they just kept punting where he threw interceptions. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think that James Franklin has pretty much just like didn't he say last year after Ohio State beat him, Ohio State was an average team. Yeah, and then after they beat him this year, he uh, said something along the lines of Ohio State is an average team, which he, in retrospect, is correct. <laughs> But, but, well, in Ohio State standards, they're they uh average team. Not in most teams would kill to have the season Ohio State's having. Like, I just realized, Florida, Texas. This is a bad year for you, isn't it? The Cavs suck. The Buckeyes are playing average. Probably won't make the playoffs. Your Browns. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the Browns in a second. But, man, I just Reds. realized that. Well, yeah, the, you already knew the Reds were going to suck. It's just... I have nothing to be happy about. Uh, but I'll tell you, Michigan is just... I fucking love them. I'm so pumped. They're going to disappoint me against Ohio State. I already know it, but I just... I love it right now. Um, I agree. West Virginia, Texas. Dana Holgerson and Will Greer have the biggest balls on the planet right now. Whose balls are bigger? <sighs> Dana's. Mainly because I love reading his lips on TV. You want to go win the game? Let's go win the fucking game. <laughs> because... If people told me, I talked to a WVU fan today at work, if I didn't agree with going for that two-point conversion, but it worked. I'm like, no, you do that. You're on the road, and you want to get out of there for a win. You're going to overtime. You're, it, 
the momentum's too tight right now. And they already have a loss. Yes. So if you lose another one, right now you're on the bubble already. And if you lose this, you have to win this one. So you got to go out and win it when you have the absolute best chance to mm-hmm. win it. And being at your at the two yard line with a chance to score, I mean, you gotta you gotta take advantage of that. I'll tell you. Here's Will Greer is still my Heisman favorite right now. Two is still mine because he's the best quarterback in the nation, and he's but not is gonna he? lose a game. Yes, absolutely. But is he? Absolutely. He plays on the weak ass SEC against bum ass defenses. Oh I think I'm anti Paul Feinbaum. I'm the opposite Paul Feinbaum. I used to hate Paul Feinbaum. He's actually pretty funny if you listen to his show. He gets like all the rednecks from the SEC calling. Do you in. think the person called him into the show? The same person that went online and asked if they had a translated well, playbook yeah, for was, Tua. There was a uh, oh, person that called it. That was like the thing. That was they called into his show. Oh, and it, it was a transcript from that show. Yeah. Remember when I got so much heat on Twitter for that? Mm-hmm. People thought I was being racist. I'm like, I'm literally quoting an Alabama fan. <laughs> well, it still is kind of racist. It was racist. I'm like, this is your... It was an Alabama woman who was just like, I can't believe you would say this. Do you not understand how racist that is? Yeah, I, I do, actually. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Shut up. Your ancestors probably own slaves. Actually, your grandpa probably owns slaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like... People are stupid. How much money do you think they're playing to the Tagalavini family who live in Alabama? The Tagalavuela. I can finally say it right. To a Tagalavuela. I don't know. Fake Brent Musburger kept saying it, but... Yeah, I know. That's how I learned it. What's his name? Cody Nessler? Brent. <laughs> Must burglar. <laughs> um, but Will Greer, just... Yeah. I think a quarterback... When you play on a stacked Alabama team, I don't think that warrants you being able to win a Heisman. When you're a gritty player like Will Greer, you have to and get I in situations and win like I think that. when your wife is a NFL cheerleader, smoke show... She's a smoke. She might have been the one that took a knee during the anthem. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm actually boycotting all cheerleading events now. <laughs> I still love whenever they show Will Greer's wife in the stands in Morgantown. And she's like wearing her giant sun hat. Like, one year in and this lady still hasn't adapted to the like Morgantown lifestyle. She's just the she prim and proper Southern Belle. Where is she? What team is she a cheerleader for? She's not a cheerleader anymore. Oh. But he met her when he was in Florida. And then was she, she a Buccaneers cheerleader? She might have been, but she definitely didn't sign up to move to Morgantown, caught but her it. husband decided to smoke weed and got caught. So. I bet she wanted to get out of uh, Tampa Bay whenever Jameis went there. <laughs> she didn't want to be his Uber driver, probably, that's for sure. She probably laced, She probably made him a marijuana cigarette instead of just a regular... He's like, hey baby, will you hand me a cigarette? Yeah. That's how all them Florida guys are. They all smoke cigarettes. but Smoking mids. Also, he doesn't look like he should be in college. Oh, Lord. I haven't, this is just live, an ex-employee. Breaking news. An ex-employee texted me and said, hi there, this is John, tomorrow is election day. I'm reaching out to see if Taylor Sappington can count on your vote for state rep. Should I let him know that uh, Jay Edwards is my state representative? Uh, just reply. You got it. No, just reply, I'm not voting. (laughs) Wait, I should be like, wait, I can't vote for him until Thursday. (laughs) But, um, but, (laughs) shit, sorry about that, folks. But no, uh, Will Greer, yeah, his wife, like I said, though, I asked, uh, I've got a co-worker whose son plays for WVU, and uh, I asked her, I was like, you guys ever met Will Greer's wife? And she goes, my daughter's got to meet Nash, and of course they flipped out for that, because his brother was Divine Star, Nash Greer. Oh, really? Yeah. You know that? No. They met him in the Friends and Family lot at WVU. Oh. And I said, did you meet his wife? And she goes, his wife's a little uppity. I'm like, yeah, she looks uppity. 
<laughs> she looks like she's not thrilled at the fact that Morgantown was the place he had to go play football. If she was like a 10 in Florida. In Morgantown, she's got to be like a 15. Oh, yeah. And people were probably like, man, she got all her teeth and weight related. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, think ever, do you think she lives with him in, like, a campus apartment? She probably just flies in for the games. <laughs> she, she looks like her family has money. Do you think that... They have a kid, actually. She probably does live in Morgantown. Do you think that they can... Because, like, I know a lot of schools, which, I mean, I guess if you're married, it probably changes, but a lot of schools... And there's no way Will Greer is a class either, so... Yeah, no. I'm poking a lot of Actually, holes. Actually, he's a fifth-year senior, so he definitely here. doesn't go to class. Yeah, never mind. Probably teaches gym class at Morgantown High School or something. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yeah, Will Greer is just still my Heisman favorite because he's just, he's, he is going to be the best. You know what also pisses me off? Actually, that just reminds me. They put up like the top five quarterback prospects for the draft this weekend. Will Greer is not in the top five. Really? Yeah. They keep showing this fucking Who's Joe it? guy from Oregon. Justin Herbert. Yeah, that guy. Justin Turden. <laughs> I would say Justin Hemroid would be better. Yeah, probably. But, like... Which is nothing to joke To about. not have Will Greer in the top five potential NFL quarterbacks on the draft is insane. Is he's he? Prob- he's probably the best pro-style quarterback in college football that's draft-ready. That's draft-ready. Who do you think? Dwayne Haskins. He's not draft eligible. Is he? Evidently, this whole time, he's been a redshirt sophomore. <laughs> Every time I've looked, it just says sophomore. We were confused about that at one point, I think, because people kept talking about how Tate Martell will take the reins next year. I was like, I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna... I don't know. Can I we also... Know. Okay, we're getting ready to get into that game now, but I didn't realize Dwayne Haskins was draft eligible. I didn't either until... I'm not even sure when I figured that out, but it just everywhere I look at say he's a sophomore. Can somebody explain this to us? Just get at us on Twitter and explain it to us somehow. Um, but anyway, like we were talking about, the Alabama LSU game did not live up to the hype. And I'll tell you, I feel bad for future Heisman winner Joe Burrow. Because, I feel like a dummy. Why? I got duped. You did. You parlayed some money lines this weekend that were suspect. You listen to Barnaby for some reason. What? Tricked you in betting those money lines. No, I thought LSU would. Win. I thought LSU would win. I didn't think Kentucky would win. Did I say that? Because I definitely no, didn't mean it. I, I was. <laughs> I made myself think that. Um, but LSU. I mean, how do they expect Joe Burrow to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country if they can't block for him? I mean, I love Coach O, but come on, man, we need some offensive linemen down there. You got a rocket arm back there. You would think in Louisiana some there legs. would be some some big old boys. Mm-hmm. Imagine they're all full of crawfish. Oh, probably yeah. wrestle gators. Oh, yeah. Drink some baby juice. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's probably got some coming in because Joe's probably got two more years down so there. Saying, oh, yeah. She said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, Joe. We'll go out and get some more fish live for you. <laughs> Maybe okay. that's what it is. Maybe Joe good, Burrow Joe. hasn't wrestled a gator yet and the offensive line doesn't trust him. It's true. But he's thrown a touchdown to himself before. Is that the same? I think so. Which is harder, wrestling a gator? Or throwing a touchdown pass to yourself? Throwing a touchdown pass to yourself? Yeah, I guess. Because you have to get really lucky with that bounce. A gator? You didn't say what size gator. I could probably wrestle a small gator. I don't know. You just got to hold... They can't open their mouths if you hold them shut. Did you know that? I don't know if I believe No, that. you got look that up. Trust me. Or don't look it up. We don't fact check here. But if you can hold a gator's mouth closed... 
They can't. Their bite well, force is strong. You can hold it closed. That's what they. You get your hands around it like that, and you hold it, and they can't open it. Their jaws don't aren't that strong to go up. Wow, the other way around. They can. Go, they they can, can Tim Tebow, Gator, yes, Chomp. They can Tim Tebow, Gator, Chomp really they can't hard. Tim Tebow, Gator, open very strong. Yeah, it's kind of like how Tim Tebow can't throw a receiver open. Gators can't get their mouths open. We're not bringing up that play. Can't relate. Um, yeah, and then we already talked about the James Carville on ESPN thing. That was just, I loved it. I'm not yeah. a James Carville guy. I did but, see that <laughs> clip, and I loved it. Like, I mean, he makes a good point. And I can't see why they would have to apologize. Yeah, because the SEC president probably called, um, what's the cocaine guy? Oh, no, he don't run ESPN anymore. John Frost or whatever. John Skipper. Yeah, he's not John the Skipper Frost. anymore. <laughs> is that the guy from <laughs> Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Don't know, don't watch it. I think it's, I think it's uh, Snow. Um, but I was thinking of Jack Frost. Ah, oh, great movie. Christmas movies. It's Christmas movie season, Christmas music season. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, you know what that means, folks. There's only one Christmas song you should be listening to this holiday season. And I think if you've never listened to this podcast before, you should still know what it is. And it's by one of the goats in the music world, country, pop, whichever. And here it is. have a uh, close second this year for the new holiday season. Yes, very true. You heard this one yet? Not heard. I heard played it yet? at the bar the other night. Folks, certified banger by our favorite boy. Don't know his old Christmases must have been pretty nice. Mason Ramsey like cocaine? Oh, who blames him? Is he from South? No, he's from like Iowa or something. Yeah. Every, every day, every holiday is way Folks, we're either going to lose a lot of listeners Dude, or gain put, a lot in the next I couple of weeks. I put together probably the ultimate Christmas uh, playlist. Is Mason Ramsey on there? No, I haven't added him yet. Okay. The song just came out, so you're okay. But this, I mean, this is a bona fide banger. I just realized there's a bunch of keynote tickets on this table. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> a lot of Michael Bublé. Oh, Who has nice. retired from music, unfortunately. Yes, to be with his family, correct? Mm-hmm. That's an upstanding individual right He there. is. That's a good guy. I've always been a Michael Bublé fan. You ever listen to Josh Groban stuff? You never saw Garth Brooks retire to be with his family. Actually, you did. Well, which one? Which family? His, his only family. Mm-hmm. Him and his ex-wife are still very close today. Mm-hmm. Were they close? Well, well he they re- used to be really close when they were married. He did retire he from music to become a uh, rock singer. Uh, Chris Gaines put out great music too. So have we ever listened to a Chris Gaines? You can't find it anywhere. You have to go to like YouTube. Actually, you can't go to YouTube. Garth gets everything pulled off YouTube. It's like that time Con- that Kim Kardashian had Kanye's song pulled oh. and said he wanted to fuck he didn't all, all four. four. <laughs> <laughs> I love Which it. I think I would only do three of them. Yeah, definitely not Chloe. No. 
Um, Sorry, Tristan. Oh, you, by the way, I was today years old when I found out Kylie and Kendall aren't twins. Really? Yeah. I think they're <laughs> twins. Just assumed. I just remembered the old Keeping Up the Kardashians Actually, they're like the same age. I'm going to put out a truth bomb right here. Okay. Kylie Jenner is worse than Chloe. Yeah. Actually, I saw that Victoria Angels thing they did, mm-hmm. and I agree. And also on that, the only one who has the Victoria's Secret body, Kendall, yes. who is also What's a that Victoria's supposed to mean? Secret model. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know what, what you're trying to say. You don't want she's the only one with that body. Why are you body shaming? I'm not. If I'm body shaming, Victoria's Secret body shames because they don't put the thick girls on there. They just do put, need some thick girls on there. No, we don't. Why not? Nicki Minaj? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get some more olive oil put in her butt. Is that what they use? Oh, I think they just use silicone Have you ever gel. seen those videos of those guys who like put olive oil in their like biceps and their... Yeah. What are these things called? The traps. Traps. People probably think that about me. They probably think that about me when they see my dick. <laughs> like that you were flexing your arms when you said it. <laughs> oh, shit. We need to get back on track. NFL. Hugh Jackson, uh, former coach of the Cleveland Browns, if you didn't know, was also in this. Did you watch the game? No. He was in the stands wearing a Baker Mayfield jersey. No, Everybody no, in the no. bar was like, hey, it's, it was just a ball. I mean, it could have been Hugh Jackson's twin. Is that racist? No, it could have been Hugh Jackson's twin. Is that racist? I, no. They, but everybody was like, oh, Hugh Jackson bought a ticket to the game. Black people look the same? No, he looked like somebody who jumps in the lakes in the middle of winter and can't win football games. It wasn't middle of winter, which is bullshit. He should have. Um, he said he wanted to draft Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes, but says the and, Browns would be a winning team if they and did. And he wanted to draft Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and <laughs> Drew Brees. I think he also wanted to draft Antonio Brown and Zeke Elliott and uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. By the way, I didn't know Kareem Hunt was from Cleveland. Toledo, baby. Why didn't they have him on the draft boards? Imagine if Travis Kelsey and Cream Hunt one day after their contract up with the Chiefs, just like we said on the show the other day, and they're both like, let's go play for them. That'd be cool. Like, say it was like this offseason. Oh, my God. Browns go to the Super Bowl. I would put money on the Browns win the Super Bowl if Cream Hunt and Travis Kelsey went there right now. Yeah, I think I would too. Imagine Baker Mayfield throwing oh. Travis Kelsey. Is Travis Kelsey open no matter what? So, like, if he can I was watching ball, that Browns game, and I'm like, why is Travis Kelsey open? <laughs> if he can see, like, even if he's not, like, he could be in triple coverage, and I think he still has a better chance of catching it than not catching it. You know who'd be the perfect three man coaching staff for the Cleveland Browns right now? Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley, and Greg Williams. Nope. Jim Harbaugh, Pep Hamilton, Don Brown. What, you're just going to throw Bob Stoops out? Well, that's not who's. You didn't see who's going to coach the Browns now? Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Arians. Arians. By the way, if that happens, that's a good thing for the Browns fans. There was one Browns fan, our good friend Ben Axelrod, so that just doesn't move the needle for me. You're a fucking crack. That's like whenever I put on some weird porn, it just doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably Ben Axelrod watches weird porn. But, um... Yeah, like, probably stolen. Yeah. If Bruce Arians, if he went to Cleveland, that would be insane. Because he'd be the perfect person for Baker Mayfield. He's who helped mold Ben, really, into what Ben Roethlisberger is right now. Is his book the QB Whisperer? Yes. That's it. I mean, he is a QB Whisperer. You know who Bruce Arians worked with before Ben Roethlisberger? Peyton Manning. And before we get into the next... And Andrew Luck, when Andrew Luck was good. Right. Before he had a snowboarding Before we get into the next thing, we're going to put a little disclaimer that I didn't watch football all weekend because I was working. Yes, this, this is, is an all explain, like it to an explain it to Wiley. Uh, I think John Gruden might be a genius. Yeah, I think he might be a genius. 
Why? Because he can remember the Notre Dame fight song while having sex? No, sorry. No, it's not Hail to the Victors. It's, uh... It's a... Cheer, Jesus cheer song. for old Notre Dame. That one. But, I digress. Um, but listen, John Gruden knew that he signed a 10-year, $100 million contract. So why would he be focused on winning right now? Trade Khalil Mack. Get two first-round picks for this year. Somehow trick Jerry Jones into giving you a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Dumb. Which still blows my mind. That he did that? <laughs> yeah. A first. You know what that means? For 2018 draft, the Oakland Raiders have four first-round picks. And Demarius Thomas was traded for a fifth-round pick. Yeah, he won his revenge game. Yeah, who was the other receiver? Um, Golden Tate got yeah, traded. for a third-round pick. Yeah. Amari, Amari Cooper, a first-round pick. Which might be bad for Golden Tate because in Detroit he had that uh, bakery, that chain store. It's true. Do you think Adam Schefter commented on it? Mm, I don't know. Darren Ravel probably. Or was it Darren Ravel? Yeah, how much oh. money he probably lost. I'll tell you. It's, I mean, it's... So here's what people aren't realizing with John Gruden. He's going to build a team that for when they go to Vegas, they're going to look fucking amazing. Except the... Never mind, prostitution's legal outside yeah. Vegas. They're literally going to be a legit team when they go to Vegas, and that's exactly what John Gruden's doing right now. People don't realize it. Do you, th- you know how, like, people say... They also just release Bruce Irvin, which People say weird. twins have, like, this... And twins! This power that they can just tell what the other's thinking. Do you think that Mark Davis... Is it Al Davis or Mark Davis? Yeah, Al Davis passed away. Think, R.I.P. in peace. Do you think it's... Is it Mark Davis? Mm-hmm. Do you think Mark Davis and John Gruden just have that power where they can just tell what each other's thinking? Because don't they not talk? No, they don't really talk. I think it's... Mark Davis just really wants to be John Gruden's friend. Except he has a flip phone, and John Gruden clearly has an iPhone because he showed it on Monday Night Football. Yeah, he's like, look. Where he was videotaping <laughs> a film screen. <laughs> oh, I love John Gruden. But yeah, people... He was like that. Brad Johnson yeah, he was because like he was calling a game with him. <laughs> people don't realize that John Gruden might be a genius in what he's doing. And John Gruden is probably one of the best football minds out there. So, I'm curious. I'm not... People are telling me, like, oh, should John Gruden be on the hot seat this year? No. What, are you kidding me? He tricked Jerry Jones into giving him a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what... Hey, man. Tell you what, Jerry. You like Hooters? I got, I'll got. i throw in some gift certificates. You give me a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. I bet. And the joke was really on uh, Jerry Jones because... John Gruden got all those free. Yeah, I know. You know, jokes also really on Jerry Jones because just because you got Amari Cooper doesn't change the fact that Dak Prescott's your quarterback. I probably thought Amari Cooper still played for Alabama. <laughs> oh man, he probably thought he was getting. He was like, looking at Alabama's record this year and seeing how good they were. Man, like, wow, man, he catching a lot of passes from that yeah. two tackle Annie. <laughs> oh, you can guarantee Jerry Jones is not going to try to pronounce that name. Oh no, he probably would say that quarterback from Alabama. He wouldn't even say Tua. I'll tell you what. I just, boom, brain bubble popped into my head. I've been saying that Will Greer's going to be a New York Giant. I think Will Greer's going to be an Oakland Raider. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a perfect have the number one pick, so. I mean, they're going to have, they're probably going to have the number one pick. The Cowboys are going to keep sucking, so they're probably going to have another top ten pick from the Cowboys. Their Bears picks are going to be, hmm, I don't know what the other Bears pick is from. I don't know. But, like, that's just, John Gurdon's a genius. Tell you what, that Will Greer guy, 
Not only can he run the spider do why banana, but tell you what, I tell him bring his wife to practice too. Let her Sean stand Green, on the side. Canadian now. <laughs> he, I mean, he was he was born close to Canada. He's from Toledo, so yeah, that's true. That's close to the border. Um. Okay, so apparently, watching pregame last night, the Saints. So apparently, Sean Payton does this thing every week where he like does different things to motivate people. And I guess you know, there's like he said there's bounties on. The other team. Yeah, I know. Then tries to blame Greg Williams. Um, they take out the great quarterback that is Brett Favre, best Packer quarterback Packer. ever. Um, the oh wait a minute, folks. Before we get into this, the fucking third string quarterback from the Forty ers mm. <laughs> Big Dick Mullins. I tell you what, you know why he came from a quarterback university? I don't remember the name of the school where Brett Favre went. Yeah. Mississippi, not Mississippi State. Georgia Southern. Something like that. No, I don't know. I think Georgia Southern's what, actually not. Well, whichever, whichever college did uh, Brett Favre and C.J. Mullins went to? Nick Mullins. Yeah, same difference. That's quarterback university now. I mean, it's got to be. Southern Miss? Does that yep, right? Southern Miss. Okay. Golden Eagles, baby. That's right. Gre- Brett Favre Eagles. texted him good luck before the game. If he didn't actually send him a dick pic. <laughs> It's still from his flip phone, so it's blurry. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, how about that Mullins kid? I would think that... C.J. Beathard's not playing anymore this season. Yeah. Actually, I'd keep well, C.J. Beathard in so you get that draft pick. They already named Mullins a starter. Oh, man, Jimmy G on the hot seat now? Maybe. Dude, I mean, this kid wears number four in honor of Brett Favre. I'm, on already, I'm a big fan already. Do you think that ever since uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went on that date with that... Uh, Thick porn star. That porn star is basically a monster, and she took Jimmy G's powers. Oh shit! Maybe Bill Belichick sent that porn star. The porn star was actually Bill Belichick in a suit second. to get his powers this back from Jimmy deeper. G. All right. Um, Conspiracy time. I love so it. So you know how uh, there was supposedly she won a charity, or she like bought the thing. For from a charity auction. Yeah, it was one of them, like, date auctions. Yeah, going to date with Jimmy Garoppolo. Bill Belichick found his favorite porn star. Mm-hmm. And, because, you know, he's got, like, that blonde-haired wife. He's definitely into some other kinky shit when he gets on Pornhub. And he looked her up, got her number, told her he would buy that for her if she uh, hurt his knee when they were having sex after and she put it. She was looking in the Kama Sutra, and found the perfect position to tear an ACL, and it just partially tore it. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he was in the game, it tore it the rest away. And that way, Bill Belichick could forever not have to uh, fret trading Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Insert mind blown gif. I mean, I believe it. Bill Belichick is the Antichrist. So I'm gonna do a verbal gif right now. Okay. You know the one where the guy's, it, go, it zooms in on his eye, and then as it keeps zooming in, it goes into his brain and it blows up? No, that's a, that's, that's a raven. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Where she has the psychic vision no, and she Chinese turns to the kid. screen and then... We're not Chinese, sorry, Asian. Wow. Um, but anyway, the Saints. So I guess the Saints do a thing where Sean Payton will do things to like get the players going. Because like, I guess after you know Purdue beat Ohio State, obviously Drew Brees' second best Purdue quarterback of all time after Kyle Wharton um, was, by the way, that makes Beer Talk G mad when I say that because I think he thinks I'm serious. It's true. It is true. 
Uh, Kyle Wharton, by the way, People the forget. only quarterback to have a winning record against uh, Peyton Manning. People also forget that uh, Kyle Wharton was benched for Tim Tebow for the Broncos. So. That's true. But yeah, it blew my mind. Yeah, and dude. then the first game Tim Tebow started, they were down 15 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they won 18 to 15. So there you go. People also forget. Minimum of five games played in Peyton Manning's career. Kyle Wharton's the only person to have a winning record against him. Wow. Five and three. The GOAT. <laughs> it's just hilarious to me. Uh, um, but no, uh, so apparently, you know, Drew Brees came into the locker room after that game doing his best Conor McGregor walk because there's seven Ohio State players on the Saints roster, five on the active roster. Um, and I guess out of the next week, Michigan State beats Purdue. Sean Payton flew the Sparty mascot down to New Orleans <laughs> to bring him into the meeting room just to taunt Drew Brees. And here's my favorite thing, is that, you know, the Sparty guy... First, imagine being the kid who does the Sparty mascot. He's like, Sean Payton wants me to do what? I guess if he's sending a private jet up here. So, and he's on, he's on full I, I was gonna, And I hope to I hope imagine that he is in full costume on the plane. Because that would just be better. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I picture him flying to New Orleans. And then he, like, gets to the airport. And, you know, obviously the Saints are going to send their personal driver to go pick him up. And he opens up the door and the Sparty's like, J.T. Barrett! I've seen you since last year when we when you guys played up in uh, East Lansing. JT's like, just get in the fucking car. What, last year they won? Yeah, no, but JT, you know, this winning quarterback got this laugh in the Sparty's face, and now he's driving mm. Sparty around in the team car because he's their personal driver. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's really fun seeing. So, watching the game last night, on one particular play, the Saints love using Taysom Hill, their backup quarterback. Literally, like, even as a kick returner, yeah, which that. I don't think is probably the smartest move. But, but, well, they got Teddy well so there was a play yesterday where they had Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees, and Taysom Hill all on the field at yeah, once. Yeah, they did that a few weeks ago, too. Could you imagine if they all three just got hurt right there and Sean Payton just turns to his left and is like, fuck. And he asked, knows he has to put JT Barrett in. Well, but JT's not on the active roster, so he can't even put him in in that game. But the next week, he has to start JT Barrett. I mean, I would. I would find the betting site that would let me bet the JT's first NFL pass as an interception. Or he would go or he's a, kill. Or he would fumble the ball. Nah, he wouldn't fumble. Um, but anyway, yeah, that just I thought that was hilarious that Drew Brees, or sorry, Sean Payton flew the Michigan State mascot to New Orleans just to taunt. Yeah, why do you have to skip class again? Sean Payton, head coach of the Saints, just had the private jet fly up here and pick me up. What are you going to do? I guess I just have to dance in front of Drew Brees. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm more of a Kyle Wharton guy myself, but I guess I'll go. <laughs> but on to the NBA. Not yet. What do we got left? We had news come across this, the ticker today. Le'Veon Bell tweeted, farewell Miami at 3.50. And I don't know about you, but I really hope that that plane flies over the Bermuda Triangle. Or the island one lost? Yes, either way. Or the manifest one. Let's see, where is Miami in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a straight, it's just a north flight. By the way, shout out, speaking water. of Miami, shout out Sutton. I saw him yesterday watching his Dolphins. So, yeah, they do. They um, but are we on to NBA now? Yeah, I'm just hoping that Le'Veon Bell, when he says farewell Miami, he's just going to another spot to go vacation because nobody needs him. And James Conner has proved he's a better running back. I've got the perfect segue into the NBA. Oh, yeah? Especially the Cavs. Oh my god, Ronnie. Are they not spiraling like Ronnie? Yeah. On Jersey Shore? Well. Let's just, let's just recap everything. 
Let me see if I can find that tweet real quick while you talk a little bit. Cause it's, you just want me to recap it? Yeah, because you, you're gonna re- you're just going to cite the tweet, too. So it's just, it's just here. I just don't know what to say what I know. I mean, it's exactly what was embedded to us, though. Started out 0-6. Mm-hmm. Time to get Lou fired. Yep. Fire Ty Lou. Mm-hmm. Larry Drew steps in his first game as head coach. No, no, no. As the voice. Oh, as the voice of the Cavs. Yeah. Not as head coach. Or interim head coach. He was the voice. And they win big yes. against the Hawks. They get sued. Which was a revenge game. They get sued by Jim Boylan. For age discrimination. Coach. Was that really what it was? Yes. They said it was age discrimination. Well, he's an old fucker. He's like 64. Yeah. I mean, he could have croaked at any time. JR once traded. No, JR once traded, didn't want traded, then once traded. Kyle Corver apparently was told that he would be traded if LeBron and left. Reneged on it. <laughs> but now he's back on the trade block. Then they lose two more games. Mm-hmm. Players don't think Colin Sexton can play basketball. Yes. Which is just an obscene statement. I don't know. He's kind of sucking this year. Yeah, but I have to say some. I just don't think he knows how to play. What? Through nine games. So he's Kyrie. Basically, except he's not scoring 22. Um, and then... Larry Drew... My favorite headline of all time. Signed <laughs> to a deal for the rest of this this season. And partially signed for next season. What does so that what, mean? what that means is... They're going to just basically put his severance package into his contract. Just to make things easier for him to... Be off the team next year. I just, which then opens up because this year's a wash. Who's going to be the coach next year? I don't know, Jackie Moon. Let's see who was the coach for the Pistons at one point. Oh, it's going to be uh, Scott Van Pelt. Um, Larry Brown. You think it'll be Larry Brown? No, he's doing. All you right. mean uh, Steve Van Gundy? Oh, there we go. I hate that, but <laughs> it's actually going to be Chauncey Billups. By the way, ding ding ding. By the way, Larry Drew thinking he's going to get a contract, a full contract extension from Dan Gilbert's Larry's. He doesn't even extend his best general manager he's ever had. So, oh, <laughs> the guy who probably could have got LeBron to stay, you know that guy. Kobe Altman's cooking something up. He's got to be. And I hope it's meth because he's going to need a new job after the season too. I don't know. I just don't know. They literally. Here's what happened. The issue. Tyler, is- the, the season's getting ready to start. They all have this big team meeting where they're like, hey guys, I also made this special juice for you. It's called Ron Ron Juice. I saw it on TV. And they've just been drinking that all season. <laughs> and did you see... And Kevin Love's out for like six weeks. Did you see about that Bill part. Simmons? Oh, that's fucking... about that Cleveland.com fuck. article, which we don't like Cleveland.com no. in the first place. But, but I really don't like Bill Simmons. I kind of like Bill Simmons. Well, not when he makes outrageous fucking takes. But I don't think it is outrageous of a take because... The NBA, coming from a Cavs fan, this will mean a lot, has always been kind of rigged for the Cavs. Oh, you want to revert back to how we keep getting first round picks in the draft lottery? Which, by the way, watch us get a first pick in the draft, <laughs> <It's> draft lottery. <laughs> uh, it's called the NBA has to be nice to us because we keep losing the best fucking player to ever play basketball. And also, the Q is undergoing a $185 million renovation right now. And. The fact that they're doing that gives the NBA a reason to put the All-Star game there in 2021. 
22. Which Adam Silver fucked us, by I the way. I can't even figure out how many years know in the future that is. Adam Silver fucked us because we were originally supposed to get the All-Star bid for next year. So it would coincide with the MLB All-Star game. But then Adam Silver said that the queue needed renovated before it could have an All-Star game. But it does. Well, and it does, but it still kind of fucked us. Could you imagine the city of Cleveland getting two back-to-back All-Star games? And yeah, then for some reason they put burn. the Pro Bowl there? It would burn. Could you imagine <laughs> playing the Pro Bowl in Cleveland in February? <laughs> oh, it's global be, warming. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll, just, sure. we'll just set the river on fire climate and warm change. it up. Climate change. Not yeah. Sorry. Um, but sorry for all the Thursday voters. I don't know what they're going to do. I just... Somebody had this real long theory on thread on Twitter about how the Cavs... The NBA gave the Cavs that all-star game because that's actually the season when LeBron's contract will be up with the Lakers. He's going to re-sign and retire a Cav and, and he's going to play his final year, all-star game in Cleveland. It's also your Brawny is draft eligible. But here's the thing the guy who created the Twitter feed didn't realize. The 2022 all-star game is the 21-22 season, which yeah. is actually the last year. Uh... Literally, he had this full thread and just one tweet said, dude, LeBron will still be a Laker that year. Unless... His trade stock drops a lot, and they trade. And also, and a lot of people Dan forget Gilbert, that... Dan Gilbert wants to make all Cleveland happy, so he trades every single draft pick for LeBron. Or, to play one more year. actually, stay woke on this. I just remembered. LeBron's deal is a 3-plus-1. No, it's not. I thought it's a 3 and Oh, one. yeah, yeah, it is. It's yeah. a 3-1 and one with a player option in the fourth year. Yeah, I don't think... Or is it 2-2? Two, two? No, it's, it might be a 3-1. and one. I think it's a 3-1. and one. Yeah. I know he has a player option. LeBron would not have a player option in that deal somewhere. I just thought there was something weird about how they that he signed a four-year deal. Also, by the way, I'm staying woke to the fact that Ty Lue is going to soon be a point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Do you remember what happened last time? <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Ty Lue. I mean, he's not going to be remembered for that step now. He's going to be remembered for being LeBron's bitch boy. Do you Cleveland. think? I don't know. It's kind of It depends on the generation, right? Because we're about mid-generation where we still remember the step, but also I got to witness firsthand Ty Lue being one of the worst coaches in, but in basketball. But I also didn't get to witness firsthand 2016. Block my James! So good, man. Yeah. goosebumps. But I don't know. And by the way, the uh, Cavs play Mo Bamba tonight, so. Mo Bamba. It's not the Pong song. Or the Pong dance. <laughs> That's a great song. I love song. it. It's my new favorite song. Oh, ever. yeah. Um... um it's on touch tunes, by the way. Do we want to go into drunk thoughts now? Yes, let's play our voicemail drunk thought that we got. You got that queued up? There's a Jim Kern trying to call in there. Uh, I hope this is the beer talk talk. I've given the wild and number, so I hope this be it. Yeah, I'm just wondering, you boys ever been sitting in a barber shop? And you know, he's the best damn barber in the world. He gives me the best. I'm tight in the front, but he trims that mullet in the back like no other. But still, I don't, I don't know. Something about that fella. Whenever he cut my hair, I'm like, to be the town. This big time where he messes her up. And then I also start thinking, you know, I, my barber, he's good at cutting hair, but it's such a conversation, too. And I think that's why I start thinking like that. You know, I start thinking all these, all these wild thoughts. But I think if I uh, would just... If I would just uh, get a barber who sucks, maybe, but really good at talking, he'd just put me at ease. But, I mean, you really can't mess with mullet up. I mean, I could fix it, really, if I needed to. But, I don't know. I just, just tell me what you boys say. So, thanks for calling, Jim. And I've been there. To that barber he's talking about? 
that I've been in the situation. Oh. But I, I've been in both situations. We probably went to the same barber where we were in that situation, so. Probably. Did he work in Beverly and you never knew if he was angry or not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but did a great Which, job. Uh, oh, he always did a good job with me. No. He also, only barber I've ever been to, or slash hairdresser, that has the shot back hooked up to the clippers, and I love that. That's cool, but also, he never used a pair of scissors. He just used the clippers yeah. whenever I get a haircut. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. I kind of wish he was still around so I'd get my neck trimmed up with that straight blade. You can do that still. I'll tell you after the show. No free ads. Okay. Um, Is it in the same place? No. Huh. Just about five miles down the road. Ah, okay. But, um, no, I get what Jim's saying. You don't want to... No, nothing's worse than sitting there in the barber's chair. Especially and, when they don't face you towards the mirror. Right. And you know you're going to get a good haircut, but the whole time you're sitting there, it just is terrible. And I mean, it's, oh. it's, it's the worst 15 minutes of your life because it's so awkward. The conversation is... It's almost like being at the dentist because you're afraid to really talk because you don't want to like move muscles very much in like, your neck. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. I'm always weirded out at them. Yeah, and I would think that, in my opinion, I would rather have the conversation because, I, I don't know, it's just how I am, but the worst, nothing's worse. I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? The worst is getting a bad haircut and bad conversation, which is obvious, but even worse, getting a good haircut and bad conversation. Just me, though. Well, speaking of the same person we were talking about, and I'm definitely not going to name any names because he will probably find us. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a particular time he was cutting my hair, and this person never gave me a bad haircut, but he was really, really mad at somebody. And they walked past his shop, and he started getting more mad while I was sitting in the chair. And I just remember, you literally, and he didn't face, let you face the mirror either. I just remember you'd sit there with that guy, and he'd be like, he'd be like oh, God, please just hurry. Please, please get to the... Please get to the straight edge part of my neck. Please get to the straight edge part of my neck and don't be too mad when you're back there. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the most like exhilarating. And he always scariest. had Andy Griffith show on. I like that part. The what? The Andy Griffith show or the outdoor channel. The most exhilarating thing is getting a straight razor shave on your beard, on your neck. Because mm-hmm. just the slightest slip of a wrist, boom, dead. So, I mean, come on, boys. See, we used to go to a place where they'd give you a cigar and a glass of whiskey while they did that. Really? It's in Columbus and it also costs like 30 something dollars, but I think I'm in. Okay. <laughs> At least once. Yeah. I think I'm in for the yeah. experience. Um, real quick, folks, also, we've got some more social to get to here, but I just read something on Facebook about how people were talking about credit card skimmers. And one lady says, Mine got hit recently. They bought $350 worth of porn off my credit card. I had to pay it back. <laughs> and then they said the bank didn't believe that, it, that she couldn't prove it wasn't her. If you can't prove somebody's. Not the per who buys porn. I think I already figured this out. Is it an older lady? No, actually. <laughs> How old? Like my age. Went to school with us, actually. She got a boyfriend or a husband. I think she might have a kid. We'll see. Oh, it's classic. I know she does that. have a kid. Not who you thought it was, though. Classic, <laughs> classic uh, example of the kid getting on the phone and just hitting buttons. And you could be playing Candy Crush or something and just keep hitting ads and eventually you're watching like some browsers. I could just say though, if I'm like 
a bank person trying to refute these statements, they'd be like, wait, it's how much? 350 bucks on porn? Nah, this, this dude ain't buying porn. Yeah, I mean... Don't <laughs> That's not true. It's almost kind of like, you I know... I think I would actually refute that by showing them my search history. By the way, kind of a life hack that I should tell you before Vegas here, because somebody I know, I'm not going to name names, did this when they went to Vegas, racked up like almost a $3,000 bill at a strip club, and then just claimed that they weren't in Vegas. It was fraud. Because hmm. they didn't use this credit, that credit card in any other places but that strip club. So he was like, he's like, I can show you my bank statements from where I was in. I was in Marietta because hmm. it didn't show up till like three days later. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to remember you have a credit card for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Best wildest story of all time. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I was just. I just thought that was funny where the lady was like, $350 worth of porn on my card, and they couldn't prove it wasn't me. Yeah, literally, I could prove everybody didn't pay for porn. Like, that's just stupid. I don't know. That's also a lot of porn. $350 worth? Jesus, what is it, the newest Stormy Daniels release? Uh, probably. She probably would charge that much now. Oh, man. All right, folks. Now get to segments. Michael Irving is cooked out again. Sorry about that for the technical difficulties. Michael Irving is coked out again. the part where the guy comes in and wipes sweat off of him? No. <laughs> but I didn't know Michael Irvin worked at ESPN again. I thought he was at Fox Sports. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but the thing is, if he seriously does think that Dak Prescott is that good, he probably also thinks Amari Cooper's worth a first round pick. He's got to be on drugs. <laughs> Which it all makes sense now. He's probably on Molly. Now he wouldn't be that pumped up. No. People also forget he killed a guy. People do forget that. <laughs> Two so. of the greatest murderers in the NFL, Ray Lewis and Michael Irvin. Yeah, but Michael Irvin actually killed a guy. Ray Lewis was just uh, in self-defense. Actual murder. Self-defense. <laughs> so the court claims. <laughs> just like OJ's glove didn't fit. That's so funny. It's because you have him wearing a plastic bag. <laughs> I can tell you why it don't fit. <laughs> yeah, couldn't they have done like a fingerprint analysis from inside the glove? I don't know how crime shows work, but I think you could do that. They probably didn't know that then. They probably did it on how to get away from murder. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, Michael Irvin. Oh, man. That's hilarious. True. And for our next segment, we got things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. So, folks, this has been on my brain for at least the last week and a half. I don't know why I've been observant about this, but is it troubling to other guys as well? That there are so many different urinal designs? I've actually been thinking about this. <laughs> it's funny that you bring this up. But let's kind of just like go and do a mock draft of our favorite urinals. My favorite urinals the ones that has the little shell and you piss on the shell and it doesn't splatter on you. Like it's an aim point on the urinal. If you hit that shell, piss does not splatter on you. It's the design of the urinal to do that. So automatically my favorite urinal. 
Well, you gotta talk about, like, so that's just it, the one with the shell? Have you not seen it? I don't know. I can't even explain to you the design. But if you Google shell urinal, I'm sure it'll pop up. Picture of shell target urinal, it'll probably pop up. But if you piss on that shell, it won't splatter on you. If for some reason my second one is the... Um, or do you get two picks? Okay, well, you, that's right, snake draft. So I go, you go, you go, then I go. So I just went first. My favorite is the ones that go all the way to the floor. Fuck. You're thinking of Waterford Elementary School, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because there is no splatter in those ones either. Because by the time your piss hits the ground, or you can aim right for one of the holes... Yes. Golden. What's your second favorite? Um, my second favorite one are the ones that... Actually, just a trough. <sighs> Belpre High School. Yeah, I love I love a good trough. <laughs> yes. Because I'm not shy about it. You and know, you get some, the and it's got literally the pipe open valve that you turn uh, yeah. to release the water. Some pe- some people are like you know it takes them a second to get their stream going. No. I just I always. I usually have a lot of beer in my bladder. Whenever I have to pee, I actually like have been holding it for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to go to the bathroom, and so I have to like run there. And as soon as I get in there, it works. So I love the the. Uh, trough and if there's ice in there nothing nothing is better than pissing on ice (laughs) right um okay so now me i don't know why but anytime i can use yes and it's also the non-flush ones yeah but anytime you can use a child's urinal i don't know why i think it's funny short ones yeah (laughs) i just love it (laughs) because it's just funny (laughs) You got another pick? You ever went to, uh, like, Ben... Waterford didn't have... Well, we did have bathrooms in our class, some of our classrooms, but we didn't have, like, the toddler toilets. Have you ever seen, like, the really small toilets uh, they have? Yeah. Those are funny, too. Um, yeah, so I'll go again. Um, probably... There's one... I saw at this rest stop, and people probably know what I'm talking about. It almost looks like you could sit on this urinal. It comes out that long. Mm-hmm. But you know why I like that one? Because you can stand farther away so you don't get splattered on, but you don't have to go closer, you know, when you start to drip at the end, it just drips right under you because it almost elongates out. I like that. Mm -hmm. And is this our last pick right here? So I went... We'll have three picks each. I thought Mount Rushmore's a four, though. We're not Mount Rushmore, we're just mock drafting. Oh, shit. Okay. I've got a a runner-up then. After you go. Okay. You know the ones that... uh, they're, they're like a square. Mm-hmm. And then on the bottom, it just comes out to the point. Yep. But it just got a little lip on it. So if you hit the lip perfectly, your piss just rolls down. It doesn't splatter on you. That's my third. Behind, I also, I'm also a guy who likes to just piss towards the ground. You know, there's some people that piss out, and then there's ones that piss down. I'm a piss downer. If there's a puddle, if there's a little bit of water built up the bottom, do you piss straight into that water? No. Okay, so my... Because then it's going pi- to splash. My close runner-up is just pissing at a regular toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like the urinal's <laughs> open, but you just go yeah. to the toilet. Yeah. And then you like get spl- you splatter all over the seat, and you're just like, I don't give a fuck. You just leave. Uh, I don't piss on the seat. I, I was not pissing on the seat. It's just your splatter no, comes up I onto the, the seat. I do the thing where you take your foot, oh, yeah, everybody, put it on the front, it, and push it up. Oh, if you don't, and also if you don't use your foot to flush, if there's, if it's, they, for some reason in 2018 don't have an automatic flusher, 
You gotta use your foot to flush that. I won't use my foot, or I won't flush if I can't flush with my foot. Like I'm not touching. Right? The yeah. No, that's fucking disgusting. People when Pat called me a jabroni because I wouldn't touch the toilet. Yeah, this is the same guy that pisses in bathroom stalls because he doesn't want people to take pictures of him pissing. <laughs> so, <laughs> because he literally has said that. Like, mm-hmm. I do love that though. When I was like, "Wait, you're, you're going to do what?" I hear a jabroni. Is that Pat McAfee? Oh. <laughs> Great time. <laughs> that was the same week that Diggs put a picture of himself on Twitter uh, holding the, using the top of urinal as a drink holder, oh, yeah. and his dick was in the reflection. <laughs> um, but no, that just still blows my mind. Why is there so many different urinal designs? It's about preference. We just proved that. I think everybody should have the shell one. I think everyone should have the ones that go all the way to the floor. You should either have a shell or a trough. I think, I do like the shell ones. And they're the novel. What's your favorite urinal cake scent? The orange one. Cinnamon. Ugh, the cinnamon ones, you walk in there and you just feel like you're just drowning in fireball. I hate it. It's perfect it when you're at a bar because you're like, I don't know if it's cinnamon or somebody threw up fireball. It makes you want to puke. <laughs> uh, I had the fireball flu too many times. You don't have it this weekend. Mm, probably. <laughs> if I get the Vegas bomb flu. Oh, man. Or that girl tells me a pussy again because I ordered a... Uh... Don't forget a hat this time. Yeah. <laughs> The one New York Rangers hat? Yeah. What What was that drink I ordered that that girl called me a pussy for? Yeah, it's hard to tell. Maybe it was a Vegas bomb and she called me a pussy. Who called somebody a pussy for a Vegas bomb? That hot Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now let's get into dishing a beer. Go and, ahead. Okay, I'll go first. Instead of you telling me to go ahead, I'm going to say I'm going to go first. Oh, okay. okay. Go ahead. No, I'll go first, okay? Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'll go first. Go ahead. I'll go first. I had... Hey, go ahead. Buddy. No, I already started. <laughs> so, the cool spot in... Uh, All the... Cool the other one don't exist anymore. So, yes. I know what you mean. The restaurant? The OG original cool spot, because the other one's now like a it's go-mart. A, it's all go-mart. But... Heart. They have the restaurant in there, which is still the cool spot restaurant. Oh, okay. And they have this burger, and it is called the Double Steak... Supreme Burger. Pepper Jack Cheese. Two steak pa- two uh, steak burger patties. Two onion rings. And some homemade barbecue sauce on it. With a nice toasted bun. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I was really impressed. Because you know, you, get, you go to a restaurant like that. That's literally inside of a gas station. Yes. And you think, oh, this is going to be like a McDonald's burger, like Dairy Queen, something, you know, because they're usually the ones that are connected to gas stations, occasionally a Taco Bell. Um, but very impressive. The steak burgers were seasoned perfectly. Because, you know, sometimes you get a burger and it's just too overpowering, the seasoning, like too salty, maybe like not enough salt. This was perfect. And this is going to be pretty high up on the rating. 3.9 mugs. Wow. Out of five. Wow. Um, Highly recommend. My beer this week is going to be Fathead Brewing Company. Big fan of Fathead Brewing Company. And this one's called the Headhunter. It's a 7.5% IPA. 7.5. It's almost a double IPA. No, I'm sorry. It's a regular IPA. It's 7.5. Um, double IPAs don't start till the eights. Uh, folks, this had like a cigarette smoke flavor at first taste. And not like that first light up of a cigarette, like that 
Like the stale cigarette. Yeah. I don't know why. Am I the only one that thinks when you first light a cigarette, that initial smell is just like... That's what would keep me going back. Can't relate. Um, but no, it just tastes like a fucking nasty-ass cigarette. Like, after you fucking been ripping them for like a whole day. And I, honestly, I couldn't even tell you the hoppiness, anything like that, because I was so taken aback by the cigarette flavor that I immediately looked at Matt and I said, this is a 1.5. 1.5, eh? Yeah. That bad? Yeah. So not as bad as some of the other shit that I drink, like Coors Light. But <laughs> yeah, which is worse, cat piss or stale cigarette? That's a toss-up. Cat piss, probably. Yeah, cat piss, which is what Coors Light is. Yeah. Uh, but, I digress. Have Folks. you watched the movie Creed? No. I watched it today. Awesome. I just time to watch a movie. Well, I'm home from work. Huh. I went and slept for a little bit. I kind of pieced the movie out because I started it the other night, fell asleep. It's basically just Rocky. No, way better than Rocky. Buddy. Maybe I need to go back and watch Rocky again. <laughs> I was going to say. But. Only like a few. It's also got my boy Michael B. Jordan in it. And Loved him in 2K18. Yeah, he was great. Or was it 2K17? 2K17. 18. 18? 17. 18. You sure? Yeah. Because it's orange and... Or no, it's... What is the nickname? Orange Justice? Orange Juice. OJ. OJ. Yeah. First you squish it, then you drink it or something stupid yeah, like that. something weird. What is his name? Justice? Are you sure it's not 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's 17. Because 18's when you're the the street baller. You get picked up out of the street. Oh. Yeah, it's 17. Because the, the commercials were him and Kobe playing. For 17. Yeah. Because it was Kobe's first year out of retirement. Yeah. Um, you were, you were yeah. a great movie. Check it out. And the new one comes out November 21st. Spoiler alert. Rocky dies. Actually, that's not what I was going to say. That is my spoiler. My spoiler alert. It's not even actually. Is that Rocky and, happen. Rocky and Drago end up fighting somehow. And then they both die. Well, in the other one. Actually, in my spoiler, one, I think Creed's going to kill Drago's son. Well, that's fight. what it is. They do fight in the new one. Yeah, because um, Drago killed Apollo Creed. So, Creed's going to kill Drago's son in this fight. It's all starting to come together. Come but also, together. What oh, by the say, way, I forgot. This is why I say Rocky's going to die. Creed got ruined for me, by the way. I know how it ends. It ends like every other fucking Rocky movie. When the main character loses. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Creed won't lose in this next one. I mean, he can't. like Unless he gets killed. No, he's going to kill Drago's son. I don't think anyone dies anymore. Yeah, it's too, than, that's not PC This enough. is why I think Rocky's going to die. Because he looks old as fuck. No, because in this one, he gets diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. <sighs> and he's on chemo the whole time. I'm not watching it. It's too sad. Oh, dude, I was fucking I'm going to watch funny boxing movies. You ever seen the one with Sylvester Stallone and Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> what about the... <laughs> All the Rock and Kevin Hart's movies. Those are basically funny boxing movies. I like, somebody said something the other day, what was it? Is uh, oh shit, what was his name? They said somebody, Jack Black. They said Jack Black was basically making Kevin Hart movies before it was cool. <laughs> oh, if you want to watch a funny boxing slash wrestling movie, Macho Libre. Oh, Macho Libre is a good one. Yeah, Jack Black kills it in that one. Yeah. By the way, did you want to comment on Sean White going to Simple Jack for Halloween? Yeah, not racist at all. Love that. 
<laughs> You're right. Sean White's allowed to wear whiteface. <laughs> I don't understand why people make such a big fucking deal about it. I don't think people shit. get that Tropic Thunder was a movie making fun of other movies that act like that. That's still one of the funniest movies of all it time. Is. Oh my god, we need to watch it sometime. Maybe we'll watch it. We'll sit. We'll uh, queue it up on our flight to Vegas. We'll start at the exact same time. You'll be like a couple rows behind me, and we'll just both be Are laughing. You behind you, maybe in front of you. I don't know where your seats at. We'll, to, well actually, we've got to connect on that, by the way. Um, but I digress, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you're going to be in Columbus this weekend, Saturday to be exact, Beer Talk Crew will be in the Arena District, probably at Brothers after the game. If you're at the game, come say hi to us. We enjoy meeting fans. We, we, um, you know, people come up to us all the time, and be like, "Oh my gosh, beer talk guys, what's up?" And we're like, they oh, can't man. actually believe that it's us. Yeah, they're like, "You, you guys are, you guys aren't fake." <laughs> yeah, they thought we were uh, characters. Yeah, no, buddy, Barnaby's a real, real person. <laughs> true. People ask Wiley all the time, like, "Man, it's pretty funny the stuff that Devin cooks up in his head for that Barnaby character." And Wiley's like, "No." That's actually it's literally, yeah. it's very real. That's literally his bad takes. But bad takes. Listen, that's our show. Go New York Rangers. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the name your price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, a bit pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.